1: Good morning. My name is Michelle McLean. I am a brand strategist and CEO of a company called Retention Masters. Hashtags we rise together. Probably know me from my green hearts all over social media. And this morning we are talking about the mind hacks of peak performers. This is a topic that I am so ridiculously passionate about. So much the fact that I literally stayed up all night Put together four pages of notes of things that I've done in my own life because I genuinely want to change yours. I have a half an hour this morning, so I'm going to go through this content pretty quickly. Uh, I wanna make sure that you guys take it all in. So if for some reason you guys don't catch a part of this, you can always click on my profile picture. Uh, Just send me a link there in my text club. Let me know that you want these tips and I'm happy to send them to you. So I'm gonna dive on in here this morning. And again, we're gonna be talking this morning about habits to hack into a winning mindset, right? Many of you know my story, many of you don't, uh, but I've been through a lot of stuff in life. I have literally gone from being at rock bottom where there was 10 feet of dirt and then there was me. So if I can go through this and everything I've been through in life, I promise there's not a single thing you're going through today that you cannot rise from as well. So I'm gonna pour into you this morning All right, guys. So let's talk about some of these things. If you want to go from average to good or even better, if you want to go from good to great, you basically have to start with three things, right? A winning attitude, a winning mindset, and winning habits. And this morning, I'm going to be talking in part about all three of them. In his book, Atomic Habits, it's fantastic, read, by the way. If you guys have not read that book, go out, grab a copy. It's amazing if you are looking to develop and keep winning habits in your life. But author James Clear says this every action that you take is a vote for the type of person that you wish to become. That is my challenge to you this morning. Ask yourself who that person is, because I think a lot of us do not really know who it is that we want to become. Now, I'm not talking about the kind of car that you wanna drive or the kind of house that you wanna buy or build. Having those tangible goals, it's definitely motivating, but I want you to dig really deep this morning and ask yourself, who do I want to become, right? When you're lying on your deathbed, what do you wanna be remembered for? If you wanna be known as that guy or gal who had shiny objects, then hey, so be it. But I think that most of us aspire to do more, be more, and of course be known for more than just some fancy stuff that we had, okay? Ask yourself the tough questions and be really transparent. Things like, am I truly happy with myself and the direction my life is going? What are my values and beliefs? What gets me out of bed in the morning? What are some of the greatest lessons I've learned in life? What are the things that I could be doing today to get me closer to my goals? Where am I spending my time? I have a free self audit. I've told you guys this over and over and over again on this stage and discussed it multiple times, but it poses a lot of these questions as well as about 50 others that I've continued to add to over the years. This is my personal self audit that I have used. So it's, it's my baby and I'd be happy to email it to you. Again, you can click on my profile or text me the word audit along with a preferred email. I'll make sure that you guys get that. But this morning what i really want to do is i want to take a deeper dive into the types of habits that will get you out of your own way and hack the number one thing that is holding each and every one of you back which is your mindset so i'm going to give you seven actionable hacks these are things i personally use when times have gotten tough so i hope that you will grab a pen piece of paper a napkin whatever you guys have close by and write these down I really want to see you win. Anyone that's on this stage can attest to that. And if you're implementing my hacks this morning into your life, your daily habits and your routine, I promise you, promise, promise, promise you will be well on your way to living the life that you absolutely freaking love. So here we go. I'm going to talk fast because there's lots of content to cover here in 30 minutes. So I hope you grabbed your pen and your paper. So here we go. Number one hack, number one hack. To developing a winning mindset is to start your day with a positive declaration and something productive, right? There's nothing more prevalent than this than in Glenn Lundy's Morning Five. If you head over to the Morning Five, that's the morning, number five.com. You can pick up a free copy of that. But I don't know how many of you know this, but your subconscious mind is actually most active when you first wake up. And in fact, studies show that 80% of people aged 18 to 44 the very first thing they do when they get out of bed in the morning is they check their cell phones literally within like the first 15 minutes of waking up i used to be guilty of it i'm sure some of you are as well and you can relate but glenn talks about that in the morning five and we we scream it from this stage that that's a big no-no if you want to set yourself up for a great day so guys number one tip when you first open your eyes I want you to give yourself a positive affirmation and it might sound cheesy at first, but I promise that when you put it into regular production, it will change your day. So I want you to wake up and the first thing I want you to say to yourself when you roll out of bed is I'm gonna be awesome today or something along those lines. The other thing that I do that's been really powerful, literally within the first 45 seconds of my waking up is I give gratitude. I thank God for the new day that's upon me, for waking me up. Those first 45 seconds of my eyes being open are literally spent doing those two things. Saying something awesome, that I'm gonna have a fantastic day today, and literally thanking God, giving gratitude for being alive, for the things that I have, for all of it, right? When you do that, it gets your brain flowing, right? The next step that you need to take beyond that though, is you also need to add to that brain flow with energy and not social media notifications. So something that I normally do is I I try to like down a cup of coffee real quick and I jump into my workout or I sit down and I journal. I do something to jumpstart my morning. And by doing this, I promise you, you're gonna set the pace for having a truly productive day. So that is my tip number one for hacking into a women mindset is starting your day with a positive declaration and then doing something productive, like journaling a workout, something like that. All right, tip number two, show up. Show up, guys. You've already taken a big step by showing up here on this stage. Most of you show up every single solitary day and that's a great start, but you need to show up for yourself too, not just sit on the stage, okay? There is a 100% chance that you will be unsuccessful if you do not show up. If you do, you at least have a shot. Guys, I I kid you not when I tell you that literally half of my success, if not more, has literally been in just showing up. Showing up on the good days, showing up on the bad days, showing up on even the days that really suck. And maybe you're in the audience today and just my saying that triggered something in you. It made you shiver or shudder because you're like, oh my gosh, you know what? I'm in my own head. I'm still laying in my bed this morning and the thought of getting out of it's completely overwhelming me. You guys have been there. Like I said, there is probably nothing that I have not been through in life that you're going through. I, I promise you I've been through so much and I've had those days where literally it took everything that I had just to get up out of my bed and show up for the day. But I'm telling you, get up anyway. Any narrative that you are giving yourself this morning, any excuse you're giving yourself this morning for saying, I can't do this. You have to push past that. If you want to shift your mindset, you have to get up anyway, get in the shower anyway, get dressed anyway, do your hair and makeup anyway. Despite everything that you're going through, you need to show up anyway. And I promise what's going to happen is you're going to be absolutely amazed when that, when you just show up, literally just show up. It's in doing those menial, everyday tasks despite your storms that you're going to forge strength. I absolutely swear to you, you will. And even if you feel like a total train wreck right now on the inside, when you make the effort to transform your outside, your being, for whatever reason, it has a way of shifting your mindset and creating a mood boost, and that will internally create transformation, even if it's just temporary enough to get you through to the next day, right? so that's my tip number two show up like i said there's a 100 percent chance that you will fail if you don't show up but if you make the effort there's a pretty good chance that you're going to succeed okay so tip number three make a commitment and follow through that's tip number three make a commitment and follow through and it's kind of a doozy because when we hear the word commitment at least for me it used to gravely induce anxiety and maybe it does within you too because i think a lot of us We view the word commitment with negative connotations similarly like how we would view a chore. So what if this morning, just what if, what if we shifted our perspective and instead of viewing commitment as something we have to do, we rather viewed it as something that we get to do or even better, we want to do. So I'm gonna tell you a little story. I'm a newlywed, okay? I married the love of my life this past December. Truly something I never thought that I would do again. My first marriage ended, my husband tragically took his own life. It was horrible. It was the worst thing I ever went through. And mine crumbled into a million pieces when that followed. But in full transparency, as as broken as my heart is and will forever be at the finite choice that he decided to make, our marriage was really tumultuous, right? I loved a person more than he loved himself. And there were so many times during that 10-year marriage that I questioned whether he actually loved me. And because of that, because of that very thing, our marriage lacked joy. So why am I bringing this up, right? This conversation about mindset, you're like, why is she rambling on about marriage? Well, I'll tell you. So after enduring all of that heartache and pain, and like I said, I I honestly never had any any intention of marrying again. I cut myself off from the world. I, I just didn't want any part of it, right? And I set out to discover the why behind once over the moon, happily ever after people inherently changed once they said, I do. I think a lot of us have gone through that, whether you've gone through a divorce or maybe you're dealing with some tumultuous things in your marriage or even in life, right? Even in life. I think we all can kind of relate to that you know we, we go through these things and and you know we fall in love with somebody and and we're so happy and, and we're elated and we can't wait to spend forever with this person and then it's like all of a sudden we sign on that dotted line and it seems like everything changes right usually within the first year they call it the honeymoon period right but It was something, like I said, that was really important to me when I decided to take that leap again. So what honestly happened is that journey led me to this incredible book. It was called The Four Habits of Joy-Filled Marriages. It's by a gentleman by the name of Marcus Warner. And I was super skeptical about reading it because once again, similar to commitment, it sounded like a chore, right? Book that says habit, right? But nevertheless, I dove in and the entire first chapter of this book refers to what the authors call a joy gap. And they cite this as being the number one reason why marriages end in divorce. So I'm going to just read you like one of the first lines in the first chapters. I'm going to quote this for you. It says, a joy gap is the length of time between moments of shared joy. When too much time passes between moments of shared joy, a joy gap is created that makes you feel distant and alone. The wider the joy gap becomes, the more likely it is for your problems to overwhelm you. Guys, that was like a complete aha moment for me, not just as it related into marriage, but into my own life. And I hope that it is this morning for you, too. You see, so often we all look at commitment, whether it be in marriage or some other aspect of our life, career, what have you, as something that will perhaps rob us of our joy. But by closing that joy gap and making regular commitments to the things that we love and consequently following through with them, we then have something to look forward to. And from a scientific standpoint, what this does is it elevates our dopamine levels and it produces that euphoric sense of joy and happiness and hence a shift in our mindset. You have to close that joy gap. And that's where making that commitment and following through on it is so incredibly important. Guys, I don't care if it's something small and it's making a girl's night, right, on a regular basis, or scheduling a regular date night with your significant other, or planning a family vacation, or planning to go to an event in the future, business related, otherwise, right? Whatever it is, by making those commitments and following through, Doing that in a continuous cycle, it's going to trigger something in your mindset to where you always have something to look forward to. We have to close those joy gaps, right? And again, this isn't a conversation, obviously about marriage, but if you wanna have a happier marriage, you have to consistently put in that effort to close those joy gaps and always be looking forward to something with your significant other and or looking forward to something in your own life, right? So that's probably one of the biggest tips I want to give you this morning, right? Make those commitments, make those commitments, show up with that. I get to attitude and continue making those commitments. Like I said, whether they're big, small, anything in between, always make sure that you have something to look forward to and that's going to do a complete work in your mindset. It's going to help you shift. It's going to help you have something that you can look forward to in the future. So that is tip number three. All right. And, I'll tell you what. I want you to use the words every day too. I choose joy. You guys, if you I maybe mean, many many of you, we all know my very dear friend Chanel Delgado, and uh, so if you guys want to take that even a step further, and you want to close that. Jo- hey, listeners! If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Joy gap and have more joy in your life. I highly recommend you go out, go grab her book with the same title. It's called I Choose Joy. It's an absolutely fantastic workbook and that will help you to close those joy gaps and to fulfill and have more joy in your life. All right. so. Moving on to my hack number four to create a winning mindset. Doing all right on time here. Number four, plug into other people's winning mindsets. And I'm sure I'm gonna hear the echoes. Michelle, I don't know how. Michelle, I'm not well connected. My friends are losers. To you, I say great to all of the above. That means my words are not falling on deaf ears this morning and you're exactly where you are supposed to be, my friend. This is your God nudge. guys us as moderators and speakers in these rooms, we can tell you until our faces turn blue from the stage, things like your tribe is your vibe, or you're the sum of the closest people, the five closest people to you, or my favorite, right? We all say it, your network is your net worth. All of these things are resoundingly true, but if you don't implement an action plan for allowing and or conversely disallowing people in your life, it's just hot air, harrowing from our lungs. If there is one single piece of advice that I could ever shout from my 8,700 foot mountaintop, it's very simply this. If you want to change your life, change the people in it, period. Change the people in it. Now I'm not saying to hop off this stage and go divorce your spouse or cut off your best friend or your mom or, or those people, but you have to get laser focused about where you're spending your time and with whom. If your dream and goal are to become the next Elon Musk, kudos to you for those ambitions and aspirations. But you're not going to get there if you're plopped on a bar stool every night sharing shwasted stories and sobbing with your sister who doesn't have a single goal in life. Yes, I use the word shwasted. It probably isn't a word, but it's my word and I'm using it because this is my time. So there you go. But seriously, guys, that might sound harsh, but it's just the God's honest truth. Whether your connections start on or off social media, my challenge to you this morning is this, grab a piece of paper and make three columns in it. In the first column, I want you to make a list of 10 people that you want to connect with over the next 12 months. Right? Just write down their name. And in the column next to that, I want you to write your why for wanting to connect with them. That why is super important. And writing because they're an influencer or celebrity, that's not good enough. What about that person drives you or motivates you or wants you or wants to make you a better person, right? You have to be super clear. So I want you to write down the why. Why do I wanna connect with this person? What value are they going to add to my life, right? And then next to that in the third column, I want you to list three people that you are already connected to, whether again, they're on social or otherwise, or perhaps someone that you can easily connect with that can position you one degree closer to those 10 people on your list, right? They say that we are six degrees of separation from every single human being on the planet. So if you wanna get close to a Glenn Lundy or a Grant Cardone or or any of those people, right? You have to ask yourself the tough question, right? I wanna meet this person or connect with this person. I have to have a why for why I wanna connect with them. And then it's the who, who can connect me with that person? Now, understand this, I'm not telling you to go and and rush out and start DMing a bunch of people and saying, hey, can you connect me to, to such and such person, right? But what I do want you to do is I want you to reach out to the people in that third column and I want you to make a grandiose effort to create better relationships with them over the next few months. Don't send a DM and go, hey, I want you to connect me with whoever. No, what I want you to do is I want you to work on adding genuine value to their lives, okay? find out what you can do for them. We talk about this a lot on this stage, but engage with their content, share their stories, show up on their live videos, make your presence known and a value for all of the right reasons over the next few months, okay? Build a relationship with those people. And once you have built a genuine foundation, one that would truly warrant having an offline conversation because you've demonstrated that you're genuine and of course not some psycho stalker, okay? But use that as an opportunity to find out more about their friendship with those people you'd like to connect with. And I promise you unequivocally that if you've created enough value in yourself and in the relationship, they will be happy to begin making introductions for you. That's how I built my whole business. I added value, right? I always say that build value, build value, build value, then ask for business. So get your butt off the bar stool and start creating a circle of champions that you can rise with. Plug into other people's winning mindsets. That is number four, number four. I got about nine minutes here, all right. Number five, be stapled in structure, but cemented in malleability. Guys, this is a tough pill to swallow for many aspiring entrepreneurs, so let me explain this, all right? structure is the foundation of any successful venture whether it's in life or in business okay i'll defer to like past segments where i've discussed the uselessness of a road map or a gps if you don't first have a destination in mind okay again not a who wander or lost but it's really important that if you want to go somewhere just because you have a navigation or a navigation system or you have a map if you don't know where you want to go it's not really going to do you much good okay So that's where the element of structure, it's wildly important. You have to define your targets and goals before the action steps will be of any value. But once you've figured out where you wanna go, you have to come up with a game plan for getting there, right? This is also where the malleability piece comes into play. So think think about it in terms of like when you staple something like papers together, It's not terribly difficult to undo them if you have to right? that staple just simply keeps those pages in the right order for you, just like the steps that you need to develop that winning mindset and execute on your vision. But equally important is knowing when you need to make a shift and being willing and able to make that decision when necessary. And that is what you need to be firmly cemented in that malleability. For so long, I remained stagnant in my life and in my career because I wasn't willing to look at the big picture. And I was stuck on the idea that there was only one path to making my goals a reality. So just as you can get to a destination on a map with a variety of routes, so can you accomplish your goals, okay? Make sure that you have your baseline and structure so that you stay focused on the end game, but don't be so focused on the single road that you lose sight of your internal compass, because that will always lead you to exactly where you are supposed to be. Okay, that is tip number five. Be stapled in structure, but cemented in malleability. For all intents and purposes, it just means be flexible, okay? Number six, number six tip, hacking to a winning mindset is eliminate the excuses. Guys, this is another whirlwind, so buckle up. A lot of people get all bent out of shape when we say things like that about eliminating excuses. But guys, here's the reality. We all have excuses. And while there are clearly ones that are certainly valid at times, you know, for example, let's say, hey, I'm, I'm homesick with the kids and some of us have the flu and I'm declining an invitation for an evening out. That, that's perfectly understandable, right? But generally speaking, excuses are the reason you're not where you wanna be. And even harder to digest that very simply boils down to one thing, which is you being in your own way. How many more days, how many more hours, how many more minutes are you going to let pass by well, you continue to drum up one reason after the next for your scarcity versus a growth mindset. Aren't you guys just tired of living that way? I mean, it's enough already. Really, it is enough. You will wet if yourself to death if you allow those excuses to keep holding your back. And I mean literal death. Guys, I love my family more than anything in the world. I have some of my, the greatest people in the world are my friends, right? But some of them could take up an entire dictionary page along the word or alongside the word excuse. And I'm not even slightly kidding. The hardest thing I ever had to do was distance myself from mediocre small thinking mindsets and shut out the noise before they what ifed me to death. I mean, that's just the truth. There is nothing more frustrating than when you are trying to build a legacy or a brand, or even if you're just starting out and the world's smallest symphony is in your ear, telling you all the reasons why you shouldn't, which is why it's even more important to surround yourself with the right people. So if that's your excuse today, it's my family, my friends, my boss, my insert any person, place or thing here, I want you to write the excuse that you're giving yourself on a piece of paper. I want you to burn it. And I want you to never look back. Guys, understand this. You and you alone are in charge of your life and the decisions and or excuses that you allow in it. And that's all a part of God's ultimate plan. But he's given you all of the tools, right? It is entirely up to you to execute and use them. So the biggest mindset hack that you could ever make is to eliminate the excuses one by one. And I want you to start trading them in for solutions. Whatever excuse that you have for yourself today, like I said, I want you to write it on a piece of paper, throw it in the fireplace, throw it in the fire pit, burn it. And then I want you to take a second piece of paper and write down a solution, right? And it might be some kind of like wildly unattainable solution, but at least it's a start. I know a lot of people that that come up with really like funny solutions, like I'm gonna become a superhero or whatever it is, right? And that's perfectly okay, because at least that's getting your brain pumping, and it's making you think about something other than being focused on the problem and the excuse that you are giving yourself. I want to see you win. So get rid of those excuses today. That is tip number six. And with four minutes left, I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to go into tip number seven, which is stick the landing. Stick the landing. Guys, I can vaguely remember being a little girl and watching Mary Lou Retton take the gold for the all-around gymnastics in 1984 at the Summer Olympics. And I wasn't even three at the time. So I honestly have no idea how that is like a cemented memory in my brain, but it has literally stuck with me for my entire life. I can still audibly hear my parents like cheering at the TV when that happened and you know it was shortly thereafter that my mom ended up signing me up for dance and gymnastic classes and i was really passionate about both but gymnastics just never ended up being my thing i went on to dance competitively until i was 18 or so um, and as well i was a competitive cheerleader for my high school once i graduated i became laser focused on college in my career and i no longer had the time to invest in competing Uh, But and of course, once you reach a certain age, (laughs) I'm sure many of us on this stage can relate to this. You're just not as flexible as you used once were and competing wasn't the same. But anyway, and and rant. So nevertheless, throughout my journey in those competitive activities, it was reiterated to me over and over and over to the nth degree to stick the landing. And I can still to this day hear the echoes of my coaches' voices resounding in my head, no joke. And ironically, that's a concept that I coach on today in business and branding. So what does stick the landing mean? Well, in aforementioned sports, as I was just saying, it means keeping your feet planted on the floor. Even if you feel like you're gonna fall from a dismount or a jump, you have to stick them like glue and put this big freaking smile on your face when you turn to those judges, right? You have to just stick that landing. In terms of business rhetoric though, it has a very similar meaning to me. Guys, understand this, you're gonna stumble. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna be scared at times. Heck, there's even times that you might feel like you're gonna vomit from that fear inside. And to be frank, you might actually vomit. I have, I've done it, like no shame. I've gotten to the point where my nerves got such the better of me that I've literally vomited backstage before going on to speak, right? But understand, you're only gonna fail if you quit. Guys, when you become so ridiculously clear about what it is that you want, that you wake up with a fire for it in your soul every single day, you have to stick the landing. And guys, if you can't stick it on the first attempt or the first 10 or the first 100, that's okay. But you have to keep putting in the work until you can and you do. Successful businesses are not built overnight any more than Olympic gold medalists are, right? They train, they work with the best coaches in the world. And even when they're sore or they're tired, they keep showing up because their dream is at stake. Guys, today your dream is at stake too. What are you going to do with this one beautiful, crazy life that you get? Are you going to take a chance on yourself? Are you going to step out on faith? Are you going to give it your all until you can successfully stick that landing? Or are you going to keep circumventing the goals that you've set for yourself by standing in your own way? Guys, you, you and you alone are the single obstacle that stands between you and anything that you want in life. And my hope for you today is that you will use these hacks and you we'll get moving. That is my hope for you today. So guys, that's just about my time. The amazing Michael Zeller is up next. I'm going to recap these for you again. Feel free, click on my profile picture, join my text club for free, stay in touch with me for all of the upcoming things that I'm doing. And I'm happy to share my audit with you as well as my seven tips. I'm going to recap these real quick and then I'm going to turn this microphone over. So number one mindset hack, start your day with a positive declaration and something productive. Number two, show up every day. Just keep showing up guys. Number three, make a commitment and follow through. Close that joy gap. Keep having something to look forward to. Number four, plug into other people's winning mindsets. When you change the people around you, I promise everything's going to start to change. Number five, be stapled in structure, but cemented in malleability. That means have a plan, but be flexible with it. Number six, eliminate the excuses burn them put them on a piece of paper and replace them with solutions and finally number seven stick the landing keep your feet firmly planted on the ground and keep showing up keep practicing keep doing it over and over and over until you stick the landing until you get it right until you figure it out okay thank you guys so much for sharing this time with me this morning i absolutely love it that is my time i will see you guys back here next week same time same place Again, the amazing Michael Zeller is up next. As always, remember that we rise together. Go out and make your day and someone else's amazing. I absolutely freaking love you guys.